Learning Daf Chavches and Aleph, we're picking up at the bottom of Chavzayin and Beis. So after Rebbe Gamliel was Mitzar of Yeshua, so they decided to replace him with Rebbe Lazar ben Azariah, and they went to ask him. So the last line, Amr Luhu, he said to them, Azovim lich beinshi Beis, let me go and ask my wife, the woman of my house. Azovam lich b'divisa. So he went and he consulted with his wife. Amr she said to him, Dilma ma'arvin lecha, maybe they're going to remove you. Like we'll see, in other words, it's not going to be forever. Is it worth it? Amr yeah. Chada. A man should use even for one day Bakasa de Micra, a precious cup, you know, a fancy cup. and the next day it'll break. He gained from the one day that he used it. So even if tomorrow will remove me, but for one day it's Kadai. Amrlaishi said to him, Well, Lesukhivarta, you don't have any white hair. You're a young man, you're gonna be a Rosh Shiva, a Nasi without white hair. It's not befitting. So the Gemara explains that actually that day Bartamni Sari Shani Havi, who was only 18 years old, Israchish Lenisa miracle occurred, Vyahadule Tamni Sari Dari Chivarta. And he was surrounded, his beard was surrounded with 18 rows of white hairs. And Hainu the Kamar, and that's what we find Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah said, Hariani Kiven Shivim Shan, I am like 70 years. Kiv ben Shivim Shan, Velo ben Shivim Shan. He wasn't actually 70 years old. He looked like he was seven years old because of the white hairs. Tana, the Brisa says also, I know that day that they appointed Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah the Nasi, there was a Shiva Sokul Hashem Pesach. They removed the guard of the door. He used to keep everybody out. On that day, they removed him, and they gave permission to all of the Talmidim, whoever wanted to come in. He would make an announcement every day. He would say, Any Talmud whose inside is not like his outside, let him not enter into the base of Madras. He only let in people that were tzaddikim on the inside and on the outside. That day, they let everybody in, and itos safsali. They had added in a few benches into the base medrash because of all the extra Talmudim that came to learn. said that between and how many benches they added. One of them said they added 400 benches of Talmudim. Now, have a Rabbi Gamliel, he, he felt bad. His das was chalosh, was weak, literally. In other words, he felt bad. Maybe, Omar, he said, Dilma chaz v'shalom, anati tarim yishal. Maybe chaz v'shalom. I prevented Taya from Klaiso by not letting in all these Tamidim who wanted to learn. Maybe that wasn't a good thing. So, achazulei b'chalme, they showed him in a dream, chaz v'chivri, white barrels, demalion kipman that are full of ashes. In other words, they showed him, these are like white barrels on the outside, but inside they're full of ashes, the tocho is not kabaro, the inside is not like the outside. Sounds like they were agreeing with him. It was a good thing not to let them in. They don't really deserve to be there. But the Gemara says, no, below it's not true. That which they showed him that dream was to calm his mind. You know, they didn't want him to feel guilty, so they showed him this comforting dream. Interesting. Tanya, the Bible says, the Mishnayis of Eidluyais, it was taught. On that day, that day that they appointed Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, the Rosh Hashiva, they let in all of these Talmidim, that was the day that all of the Eidliyas, Eidliyas is a collection of testimonies of the various Tanaim, on that day it was taught. 
There was not one halacha that was hanging, meaning that was left unresolved, so they pursued that they didn't explain it. They didn't get to the bottom of everything. Every silo that arose, they got to the bottom of it. And even Rabban Gamil himself, the one who was, you know, deposed the Nazi, he didn't keep away from the base Medrash even for one moment. He was there, he was involved every step of the way, no longer as the Nazi. It's not like it says in the Mishnah, Bobiyom, on that day. So now we know it begins Bobiyom, that means it was the day that Rabban Gamil was deposed, Rabbi Yelazar ben Azari took him over. On that day, Ba Yehuda, Ger Yehuda, who was an Ammoni convert, he came there before the Chachamim of Esmerdish. Amalim, and he said to him, Ma'ani, Lahi Bukal, what's the Allah regarding me? Am I allowed to be Babakal? Am I allowed to marry into Klal Yisrael? Is an Ammoni Ger allowed to marry a Jewish girl? So Amr there, Abba Gamil, Abba Gamil was there. So here's the proof that Abba Gamil himself, on that day that he was no longer the Nasi, Abba Lazar bin Azar was the Nasi, he was still there, involved in the give and the take. He was there, and he said, you're not allowed to enter into the call. You cannot marry a Jewish girl. Amr le'ya b'yishu, b'yishu, I said, what do you mean? No, you're allowed to marry into the call. Amr le'ya b'yishu, said to b'yishu, it doesn't say in the right, it doesn't already say in the Pasuk, right? it's a Pasuk Mufurish, and Amoni, and a Mu'avi, even if they're Magai, they're not allowed to enter into the Kal Hashem, they're not allowed to marry Jewish. Amr le'ya b'yishu, b'yishu, I said, what do you mean? Are the people of Ammon and the people of Moab settled, living today in their place? Meaning, today you go to Ammon and you go to Moab, the people there are not Ammonis and Moavis. Kavar Allah Sancherev, right? Sancherev already came many years ago. He was the Melech of Ashur. And he mixed up all of the nations of the world. Ammon is not full of Ammonim anymore. Moab is not full of Moavim anymore. Like it says, Right? And Kher said, I will remove the borders of the nations, meaning we're going to take down the borders. So they say, and their uh, their positions, I uh, I plundered and I brought down the ones who were uh, who were sitting on high, you know, in strong places. So basically he destroyed and mixed up everybody, all of the nations of the world. So you might still have some ammonium somewhere. You might still have a Moavim somewhere. But most people are not ammonium. They're not Moavim. Behold the Parish, Meruba Parish. So if you want to know where a person came from in Ammon today, where a person came from in Moav, call the Parish, Meruba Parish. Whoever comes from there, comes from the Rove. The Rove today is not ammonium and Moavim, and there's no problem to marry them. Amr-Lay said, just a minute. That Taka happened. And Cherev Taka came and mixed them all up. But like Rabbi but doesn't already say in the pasuk. After that, I'm going to return the returning of the people of Ammon. Hashem said Hashem. So even though at a certain time they were exiled and they were, you know, mixed up, but Hashem says He's going to return them. They've already returned. So today it's not like that. Today they're Taka Ammonim. Amalei Rabbi Shua, Rabbi what do you mean? But like Rabbi doesn't the pasuk also say? I'm going to return the returning of Klai when we know Klai didn't yet return. So if Klai didn't return, even though there's such a Nehuah, it could be that Ammon, or Itaka was, that Ammon didn't yet return either, even though there was such a Nehuah. And therefore, most of the people are not Ammonim, and called the Parish, Meruba Parish, and you can marry them. So immediately they resolved the question, they decided, yes, your mutter, lavo, bakal, there's no din of Ammoni and Moavi today.
Now, he said, since this is what happened, meaning since he sees the Allah is like Rabbi Yeshua, right before he was Mitzar Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua was wrong, Rabbi Gamil was right. Now he sees that Rabbi Yeshua could be right and Rabbi Gamil could be wrong. So maybe Taka was not treating him appropriately. So I'm going to go, I'm going to appease Rabbi Yeshua. So he went to Yeshua. When he reached his home, he saw the walls of his house, the Meshach, and were black. Armelay, so Rabbi Gamil said to him, from the color of the walls of your house, at the Nikr, you're recognizable, that you are a Pecham, either a coal maker or somebody who uses coals, a blacksmith. Armelay, so Rabbi Yeshua said back to Rabbi Gamil, what? Only today you realize, so woe to the nation that you are its leader. You don't know the pain that the Chachamim have to go through with what they have to support themselves. In other words, I have to support myself with coals, with dirty, smelly, black coals in order to be able to learn. Yeah, and how are they uh, fed? You know, what do I have to do? What do the Chacham have to do? Just to have food, to feed themselves, to feed their children. So anyway, Amr said I spoke too much against you. I spoke disrespectfully to you when I told you to stand up. Mechali, please forgive me. Rabbi Yeshua didn't listen, meaning he was not willing to forgive Rabbi Gamliel immediately. Rabbi Gamliel said, do it, not for me. Do it for the sake of the covet of my father, the, you know, the Nasi. So, so then he was appeased, and Rabbi Yeshua said, fine, I'm willing to be my Amru. So they said, who's going to go tell the Rabbanan? In other words, all this happened because Rabbi Gamliel um, made Rabbi Yeshua sad, and they were being tovea, the covered of Rabbi Yeshua, and now Rabbi Yeshua was Meichel Rabbi Gamliel, let's let the Rabbanan know, let's put an end to this, let's put Rabbi Gamliel back into his position. So Amr was a certain laundry man, a person used to do the laundry, he was there, and he said, I will go, Ana I will go, I will go and deliver the message for you. So Shalach Lehu, Rabbi Yeshua, Midrash. So Yeshua sent the message to the Beis Madrash with this Kaivis. And the message was, Mandalavish Mada, the one who wore the clothing, in other words, the special clothing of the Nasi Yilbash Mada, let him once again wear the clothing, let Rabbi Leo take back and wear again the clothing of the Nasi. Umandalavish Mada, and the one who never used to wear the clothing of the Nasi, meaning Rabbi Lazar bin Azariah, Yemer Leilam, Andalavish Mada, Shlach should he tell the one who was wearing the Mada, the clothing, you remove your clothing and I'll wear it, meaning it's enough, Bishua, Allah's bin Azariah should no longer take away the clothing of the Nasi from Ragamlil, Ragamlil should take it back. Well, Amrul Rabbi Akiva Rabbanan, in the meantime, maybe Rabbi Akiva saw this Kova is coming and he didn't trust that he was coming really sense from Yeshua. Maybe before this happened, he said to the Rabbanan, Tureku Gali, close the doors that are open. We have to close the doors. So the Avadim of Rabban Gamil shouldn't come and, uh, and pain the Rabbanan. Meaning they were suspicious that maybe Rabban Gamil was going to send his servants to go and try and get him back into his position as opposed to what actually happened that the Yeshua was Michael and he sent the Kaivas. Anyway, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua said he realized what was happening Maitav it's best that I get up myself and I go myself to them. 
So he went also, he came there to the base manager's tarafaba, he knocked on the door. Amr and he said to them, Maza ben Maza Yaza, let the one who sprinkles, the son of the one who sprinkles. It's a reference to the Kohen, who's the son of a Kohen who sprinkles the ashes of the Paraduma. So let him, you know, the one who it's his birthright to do it, do it. And somebody who's not a sprinkler, he's not the son of a sprinkler, I meaning he's He's going to tell the person who is the sprinkler, meaning a Kohen, the son of a Kohen, the water that you drew, the the Mayim Chaim, the fresh water that you drew, it's not really good water, it's really cave water, the ashes that you burned from the Paraduma, it's really a from Akhla, it's just regular ashes from a fire of something else, meaning should somebody who doesn't deserve disqualify somebody who doesn't deserve, and again, if it has been Azariah, he should disqualify Rebbe Gamliel, let Rebbe Gamliel get back into his birthright, his position of Nesiyos that he inherited from his father. So, you're here, you're saying this, payasta. you have apparently been appeased. Did we do anything at all? If not for your honor, we did it for your honor. If it's for your honor and your honor is, uh, you're forgiving him, so, alright. You and uh, I and you, we're going to go to the door of Rabbi Lazar bin Nazaria and we're going to tell him that you made peace with Rabbi Gamliel and we want to give him back his position. Now, Amri the Chachamim said, Hey, Chinavid, what exactly should we do here? The Avre, to remove her blazer in Azariah completely. Gemir, we have a Kabbalah, that Malin Makadish in reading, you raise somebody up in Kedusha, you never take them down. So once we raise them to the position of Nasi, we can't take them down completely. Nidresh Mar Chadashabata, Vimar Chadashabata, to say that the one person among Gamliel should darshan one Shabbos. And if Lazar in Azariah, hold darshan the other Shabbos the other week. Asli the community is going to be jealousy. You can't have two of them doing the same thing. It's better we'll have Rabbi Gamliel. He'll go back to being the Iker Nasi and hold Darsh in three weeks. He'll still maintain the status of a Nasi, but to a lesser degree than Rabbi Gamliel, he'll be the, the Iker Nasi. And that's what we find that Mari said, Shabbos Shomihaisa. He asked, whose week was it? Who was darshaning that week? And they said, it was the week of Rabbi Lazar bin Azariah. And just to conclude the whole story, the Gemara tells us, Talmud. and who was that Talmud? That Talmud who came to ask the Shail in the beginning, and he got Rabbi Shua in trouble. Rabbi Shua ben Yechai Hava. It was actually Rabbi Shua ben Yechai. Tells the Gemara, he said in the Mishnah, Rabbi Shua Musaf and Kalyom, the Karban Musaf, you can be marked of the whole day, according to the Rabbanan, according to Yeshua, only until Sheva shows. I'm Rabbi Echanan, even though the Chachamim say you could be marking the carbon Musaf all day, but you're called a Pesheya. If you're not marking it in the morning before seven hours, even though you could be marking it later, you're a Pesheya, you're a negligent person, you don't leave it for late in the day. Tan Rabban in the Brashi says, How you live stage Tfilas? The person had before him two Tfilas to Davin. He had one Tfilas Mincha to Davin, and also Musaf, meaning he had in Davin Musaf until. It was already the end of the you know the seventh hour, six and a half hours, so he could already start davening Mincha. And it was still his man of Musaf. So what do you daven? You first have a Mincha. Since his man of Mincha came, you have a Mincha. Why? Because Mincha is Tadir, and Musaf is not Tadir. And even though 
it's uh, the end of the seventh hour. Apparently, you can daven musaf after that. Who daven? Who says no? Mispalosh musaf. You must daven musaf first. Then afterwards, daven mincha. Because the mitzvah of musaf is now going to be a passing mitzvah. If you don't daven in the next half an hour, it's going to be gone. You have to daven musaf by the end of the seventh hour. Vizayi mincha is a mitzvah shaynei mincha is a mitzvah shaynei veres. You can still daven until the end of the day. Am Rebbeichen Rebbeichen says, what's the halacha? Mispalosh shal mincha v'yacharkach. First, and then Davim Musaf, meaning apparently the Allah was like the Chachamim, that you can still Davim Musaf really after the seventh hour. So, it's not a mitzvah, it's not going to pass, and you should Davim Mincha first, because Tadir, Veinu Tadir, Tadir Kad. Rabbi Zayyar Igmar tells over Rabbi Zayyar, he have a Chalish Migris, he was weak from learning. Sometimes he couldn't concentrate, he couldn't find the strength to learn. So, he didn't want to waste his time. So, what would he do? He went and he sat outside the door of the base madrash of Rabbi Nassim Bartuvi. What was his chashmah? Why was he sitting outside the doors of the base madrash there? Amri said, When the Rabbanim passed by, going in or going out, then I'll get up, I'll stand up for them. I'll get tzachar. It's a mitzvah to stand up for chachamim. So he sat in the right place where he knew the chachamim were going to be passing to go in to come out. Good. So So actually, who came out? Rabbi Nasan Bartuvi, the Rosh Hashiva himself, came out. So Rabbi Zayar said to him, Who said over our halacha today in the base matters? So he told him, Rabbi Yochanan said the following halacha. He said, The halacha is not like Rabbi Yehuda. Not like Rabbi Yehuda who says, First David Musaf, so you don't miss the chance, and then David Mincha. Rather, you can daven Musaf all day, so you're better off davening Muncha first. Amr Lay, so Rav Zaira said to Rav Nasim Ratufi, Rav Yochanan, Amr Rav Yochanan said that? Amr Lay in? So yeah, Rav Nasim Ratufi said, yeah, Rav Yochanan said it. Tana minei arbayin zimnin. So Rabbi Zaira, he learned it from Rabbi Nasim Ratufi 40 times. He said to him, tell me it again. Tell me it again. Tell me it again. 40 times. Amr Lay, so Rabbi Nasim Ratufi said to him, what are you doing here? Why are you having me teach it you 40 times? Is it the one thing that you ever learned from Rabbi Yechanan? In other words, you're so excited that I'm telling you something that Rabbi Yechanan said, it's the first thing, so you're learning it over and over again 40 times. Or is it new, meaning is there a chiddush to it? I'm like, yeah, he said, it's a chiddush to me. What's the chiddush? I thought that maybe Yeshua ben Levi was the one who said that the lacha is not like Rabbi Yehuda. And now he's telling me a chiddush that it's Rabbi Yechanan who said it, so I want to learn it from you, and I should never forget it. So he learned it 40 times. Anybody who davens Musaf after seven hours into the day, Rabbi Yehuda, according to Yehuda, you missed it. Too late. All of the Kasabomer in the Pasuk says, So literally it means, the ones who were uh, who took themselves out, meaning they didn't keep the Moed, the Yamim Tovim Shabbos, a safti, so I, I gathered them in, I, I wiped them out. In other words, they were from among you. But he's apparently reading it, the people who were who were destroyed, who were punished, who suffered from Moed, from the times, meaning from not keeping the right times. So it means they didn't daven Musaf in the right times, so they were punished because of that. My mashmah, I nugi lishna de tavru. Vigmar says, how is it mashma? Where is it mashma that the word nuge is a washin of tavra, of being uh, broken, of being destroyed? Like if Yosef would translate the targum, tavra asyas, he said, tavra, shavra, a destruction is going to befall the enemies of Christ. So, 
it means Klaiso, but since he's talking about destruction, so he pretend, he says it as though it's on the enemies of Klaiso. Because they delayed the times of the Mayadah, meaning the set times in Yerushalayim, and we're learning it, the times of the Karbanos, like the Karbimos, if they brought it late. Amr Belazar, Belazar said on a similar note, call him a spallow, tefilash shachris, the person that shachris, la achra arba shos, after four hours into the day. They read according to Yehuda, who says that the end of shachris is the fourth hour, here he died, and after that, Allah of Kazakh, the Pasuk says, nuge mimoe da safti mimechav. Again, the people that were affected because they didn't keep to the times that they were supposed to keep, they didn't have Now, my mashma, the high nuge lishna de tsarahu, how's it mashma that nuge is a lashan of tsar? So the Gemara explains that before, when you missed this amount of Musaf, there's no Tashlumen for Musaf, so we translated Nugi as a Lashen of, of uh, destruction, of Shevra, of collapsing, of breaking. Here, it's by Shachris, so even though you don't have in Shachris, there's still Tashlumen, you can make it up. So therefore, it's a Lashen of pain, but it's not, uh, you know, it's not the end of the world. So where do we see that Nugi is Lashen of people that were caused pain because they missed the times of davening? Like it says, Dolfa Nafshi Mituga, my uh, soul dripped, you know, cried from pain. He said, you learn it from here. It says, are, uh, are in pain, and it's bitter for her. So you see, new guys is a lush enough pain.